Hello and welcome to the Truth Seekers Podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. If you've been following along, then you know we've been learning about the prophet Elisha. Elisha truly was a courageous man of God. Can you say courageous? What does it mean to be courageous? To be courageous means to have courage. You could also say to be courageous is to be brave or to be bold. Did you know that the word courage comes from another word that means heart? Courage is something God gives to us in our heart. God gives us courage to live for Him and obey Him. He gives us courage to tell others about Him. And He gives us courage to trust Him even when we can't see Him. In today's story, we are going to learn about a time when Elisha showed much courage. Are you ready? So am I. Let's see how Elisha showed courage. There was a country not far from Israel called Aram. Aram bordered Israel to the northeast. In fact, this was the country from which Naaman, the commander of the army of Aram who was healed of leprosy, came. Now the king of Aram was at war with Israel. The king of Aram spent many hours planning and preparing to do battle against Israel. He would confer with his officers and say, I will set up my camp in this place. And then he would tell them, Now I will set up my camp over here in this place. All the time he was strategizing and planning on how to send raids of men to attack Israel. God knew the plans of the king of Aram. God knows everything. God knew he was planning to attack Israel. And so God spoke these plans to Elisha, and Elisha then sent word to the king of Israel. He would say, Beware of passing that place, because the Arameans are going down there. They will be there to attack you if you go there. So the king of Israel sent men to check on the place where Elisha had warned him not to go, and sure enough, the men of Aram had set up camp there. Time and time again, Elisha would warn the king so that the king of Israel was on guard in such places and would not be caught off guard and attacked. Well, this enraged the king of Aram. Every time he would set up camp to ambush the king of Israel, the king of Israel would change his plans. It's as if he knew exactly what the king of Aram was thinking. How could he know? The king of Aram summoned his officers and demanded of them, Will you not tell me which one of you is on the side of the king of Israel? You see, the king of Aram thought surely one of his men was a spy, going back and warning the king of Israel of his plans. Surely that had to be the only way the king of Israel knew. But one of his officers said, None of us, my lord the king, we are all loyal to you. But Elisha, the prophet who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the very words you speak in your bedroom. The prophet knows your plans before you even tell them to us. The king of Aram ordered, Go, 
find out where he is so I can send men and capture him. When the men found where Elisha was, they reported back to the king of Aram. He is in Dothan. Then the king sent horses and chariots and a strong force of an army there to capture Elisha. They went by night, secretly, and they surrounded the city where Elisha was staying. They had every plan to capture Elisha so that he could no longer speak the words of the Lord to the king of Israel. While all of this was happening, Elisha and his servant were sleeping peacefully in their beds. When the servant of Elisha woke up and went out early the next morning, there he saw an army with horses and chariots surrounding the city. Well, what would you do, truth seekers, if you woke up one morning to an army surrounding your house? Well, of course, the servant of Elisha panicked. Oh, Elisha, what shall we do? The servant asked. And then Elisha said something amazing. He said, Don't be afraid. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. What? Did you hear that? How could Elisha and his servant be more than the army outside their door? They were only two men. But Elisha saw something that his servant could not see. What do you think it was that Elisha saw? Elisha prayed, O Lord, open his eyes so he may see. Then suddenly the Lord opened the servant's eyes and he looked and there in front of him was the most amazing sight he had ever seen. He looked up and saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. God's army was there with Elisha. As the enemy came down toward him, Elisha prayed to the Lord, strike these people with blindness. And so he struck them with blindness, as Elisha had asked. Elisha told them, this is not the road, and this is not the city you are looking for. Follow me, and I will lead you to the man you are looking for. And so he led them away to Samaria. After they entered the city of Samaria, Elisha said, Lord, open their eyes. And they looked, and there they were, inside the capital city of Israel, the city where the king himself lived. Elisha had walked the army of Aram directly to the king. The king of Israel asked Elisha, Shall I kill them? Shall I kill them? Do not kill them, Elisha answered. Would you kill men you have captured with your own sword or bow? Set food and water before them so that they may eat and drink and then go back to their master. So the king of Israel prepared a great feast for them. And after they had finished eating and drinking, he sent them away and they returned to their master, the king of Aram. And do you know what happened after that? The king of Aram stopped planning raids upon the land of Israel. He stopped sending bands of men to attack the land. How could he? He could not win when the Lord of the heavenly host was on the side of Israel. Dear True Seekers, I just love this story. 
What are some truths you have learned while listening to this story today? Did you notice that Elisha saw a heavenly army that his servant could not see? The New Testament tells us that we don't fight against flesh and blood, but against powers of darkness in this world that we cannot see. The only way to fight against the evil powers of darkness in this world is by the power of God and His heavenly host of warrior angels. Just because we cannot see them with our physical eyes does not mean they aren't there. God has given His angels charge over you and me. He watches over you and protects you. God was with Elisha. Elisha knew his God and the power of his God to defeat the enemy. Elisha had such a close relationship with Yahweh that Yahweh would tell him the secrets of the king of Aram. That's how close Elisha was with God, the creator of the heavens and the earth. Do you know that God longs for you and me to be that close to Him? He longs for us to sit and talk with Him and tell Him about our days, to tell Him what we are thinking and feeling. He wants us to talk with Him like we would our very best friend. He also longs that we would sit and take time to listen to His still small voice speaking to us. God speaks to us through His Word. The more you know what the Bible says, the more you will be able to recognize when God's still small voice is speaking to you. He always speaks truth. I don't know about you, but I want to be as close to God as Elisha was. I want to hear what God is up to, what his plans are, and how I can be a part of what he is doing. I want to know how God wants to use me to help others and speak his truth but I can only know these things as I spend time with God, my Father, every day. I encourage you today to take time, just you and God. Maybe you have a favorite tree outside that you like to sit under and spend time talking and singing to God. Or maybe you have a favorite spot in your room, at your desk, on your bed, or by a window that you like to just sit and talk to God and spend time with Him. Wherever you go, God is there with you. And the more you spend time with him, the more courage he will give you. Elisha had courage because he had spent time with God and he knew God was with him. God will give you courage through his Holy Spirit living in you. Courage to face hard times. Courage to deal with difficult people. Courage to do the right thing when others are doing the wrong thing. Courage to speak what is true when others are speaking what is false. Courage to love when it's hard to love. Courage to forgive when it's hard to forgive. Courage to face each day in obedience to what God asks us to do. You don't have to build up courage in yourself by yourself. All you have to do is ask God for it. He has given it to you already. You have it. Take time to spend with him each day and know he is with you, he is for you, and he loves you. He has forgiven you and washed you clean. Ask him to renew your courage and give you boldness to live for him. He will answer you. If you'd like to read today's story in your Bible, you can find it in 2 Kings chapter 6. Let me pray with you before we go. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you so much. It is amazing that you have allowed us to get to know you and you have made it possible for us to spend time with you. You made it possible by sending your son Jesus to die for us so that our sins could be forgiven. 
Now that we are forgiven, we can enter into your presence and come to you day or night. Help us to set aside time each day to spend with you, talking with you, loving you, and worshiping you. We know that it's not to earn your approval, but it's because you already have approved us through Jesus. Now we just want to know you more and more and more. There are so many things to know about you that we still have yet to learn. Please show us more of yourself. Please speak to us in your still small voice so that we can learn what your voice sounds like. The more we know you, the more we will have your love for us and have courage to do what you ask us to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, before we go, I want to give a quick shout out to those who have left some reviews on the podcast. This review says, My kids, Micah and Olivia, look forward to listening to your podcast every day. Micah gets very excited to do the monthly Bible quiz challenge. He asks about it every week. Thanks so much for making them. God bless you. Well, thank you, Micah and Olivia, for listening to the podcast. And I love doing the Bible quiz challenges, too. So I'm glad that you are excited about that. Reagan says, I love the podcast, Truth Seekers. You are telling me, my brother, and my mom in my room. I love to listen to it every day. My name is Reagan, and I'm six years old. Hi, Reagan. Thank you so much for writing that review and letting me know that you love to listen to the podcast. The next review comes from the Aviles family. I hope I'm saying that right. They say, my kids have learned so much from this podcast. The stories are biblical. Her voice is great. My kids cling to every single word she says. She truly knows how to catch your attention and keep it throughout the story. It's the only podcast that my kids listen to, and I don't dare to venture out and search for more podcasts because the Truth Seekers podcast has truly set the bar high. Well, that is high praise. Thank you so very much for that review. The Tangerts left a review and it says, from my four-year-old who requested to leave you a note, I like the podcast and my name is Adeline. We love this podcast. Thank you for sharing biblically accurate content with such beautiful application and perspective. You can hear your heart and love through your sharing. Bless you. Well, thank you so much for that. And thank you, Adeline. I'm so glad that you like the podcast. The next review comes from Aaron, who says, My kids and I have really enjoyed listening to the Truth Seekers podcast together. As soon as I turn it on, they fall quiet and listen intently. I love the length of the episode. It's perfect for taking in solid biblical truth as we commute around town. I have a degree in biblical studies and a job involving biblical interpretation and teaching and have found the Truth Seekers podcast refreshingly accurate and practical. Gosh, that means a lot, Erin. Thank you so very much for that. And finally, Bobby41253 says, great podcast for kids. The kids love to listen in the car or at bedtime. Well, thank you so much. I had quite a few to catch up on there. So I just wanted to let you all know how much I appreciate your continued support and love for the podcast. It truly is a ministry. And if you'd like to financially support the podcast, you can head over to my Patreon account at patreon.com forward slash Sherilyn R. Grant. There you will find resources for each episode. For example, for today's episode, I'll be posting resources that include quiz questions, discussion questions, crossword puzzles, a map, and a list of truths we have learned from today's episode. Again, that's patreon.com forward slash Sherilyn R. Grant. 
Thanks for listening today, and I look forward to our time together next week.